This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning, this is Frida Liu and you're listening to Her Vantage and this way we speak to women of influence and leadership. In 2006, the Truly Loving Company, or TLC, became the first social enterprise in Malaysia to use the corporate profit model to develop, manufacture, and market the TLC brand of household cleaning products to the public. For close to 20 years, they've raised millions for various charities. I'm here once again with CEO and founder, Julia of TLC. Good morning, Julia. Good morning, Frida. It's good to see you again after all these years, huh? Yeah, it's been a long time. And to know the story is still going strong. I hope so. Right. Thank you and, for and, giving me this opportunity to share with you. And it's close to 20 years. For those who don't know your origin story, you'll have to share a little bit of how you started. Okay. I guess one of the top questions people will ask is, what made you do it? Actually, some decades ago, my late husband, who used to work with a charity home, suggested one Christmas that perhaps the children and I should share our turkey dinner with the children in this home. And that was my first exposure to charity. And I was really taken aback when we got there uh, because then I realised these children were in a disadvantaged position and it's Christmas and there's no one to love them. And I guess my own children were also shocked to see that these children had very basic amenities and all that. So at that point, I told myself that some point in my life, I really would love to use my skills and resources, my organizational abilities to help the less fortunate. I guess that seed was germinated maybe perhaps 20 years before I started. So in 2006, I finally held my nose and leaped in. I handed in my resignation and decided that I would start TLC. Uh, TLC's vision is to enable and inspire everyone to care for the community and the environment every day. So although we are a social enterprise, our business model is based on a corporate business model, just like our competitors in the fast-moving consumer industry. Why a corporate business model is because it is self-sustaining as we do not require any donations, but generate our own source of funds. Basically, we want to provide a long-term source of income to the charities by distributing 100% of our dividends to them. A lot of people ask me, why 100%? Why not 50, keep 50 for yourself, lah. Don't be so stupid. Put in your millions to start the business, establish the brand, and give away everything. But my co-founder and I, my co-founder is Mr. Kor who has a legal background, and he too stepped out of the corporate world. We both believe that even if you give 
is still not pure. There will be a motive, so it has to be 100%. And we are doing this to give back, not to make profits. So then we come to our products. Basically, we wanted our products to promote the protection of the environment by supporting the green culture through our green products and initiatives. So we incorporated TLC. Today, TLC Green Household Cleaning Product is a quality range of environmentally friendly household cleaning products. Why do we say it's green? It's because it contains biodegradable ingredients and all formulations contain natural plant-based ingredients. Uh, we deliberately price TLC Green at an affordable level to encourage conversion from non-green products to protect the environment. When we launched the green range, we looked at the competitors and we said, gosh, they are very high priced. Uh, should we also price at that level uh, to make more money? But then my co-founder, Chetty and I decided the whole ethos of the company is about the community and the environment. So price it at an affordable level. Don't get greedy. So people will convert. So that basically is the background. And I suppose a lot of people, when we launched TLC Green, they probably thought, hmm, greenwashing, you know. Don't know whether these guys uh, can be trusted to say, to claim their green claims and environment friendly and etc. So we have spent a lot of money with Sirim uh, to certify that our major categories are eco-friendly. In order to get this Sirim certification, our factory has to be audited to pass ISO 14001 standard. We have to subject our products to pH tests, volatile organic compound tests, and biodegrading tests according to MS 22520009. And this is the tough one. We have to ensure 72% biodegradation in 28 days. And the right. pH range of the products must be neutral and gentle to the, to the skin. No harmful ingredients such as phosphates. And we must be able to protect the ecosystem and marine life. So we have subjected ourselves to very stringent controls to ensure Malaysian consumers that we are true to our claims. And we want consumers to make their daily routine become an act of kindness and support the protection of the environment by using environmentally friendly household cleaning products. Right. So has the business model changed over the years? So initially it wasn't environmentally friendly, so that has, that has changed since 2006, right? Has anything changed and pivoted? Yes, we actually, to me, change is constant. You know, I have had to hit refresh many times during the journey in order to re renew our strategies to suit market feedback and outcome. 
I've had to rethink the matrix in our business model to stay relevant. For example, initially we started with non-green products, but when we saw the trends coming from the West, we decided we should pivot and we became Malaysia's first local green product range. And also I have had to streamline the product range periodically. For instance, when we first launched, we went into the personal care segment, which is like shampoo, hand and body lotion. But then we realized consumers are willing to trial new products so long as it's on the floor, in their clothes, on the dishes, but not on the skin. Uh, and also, when you've had a lot of road bumps along the way, you really need to re-energize the team as we move along. So those are the major changes over right. the last 15, 16 years. Right, 15, 16 years. I want to talk a little bit about what you guys did during the pandemic. How do you decide on which charities? But we'll discuss that in just a moment. I'm here with Julia Chong of TLC. Stay tuned to Her Vantage BFM 89.9. Broking Financial Mergers, BFM 89.9. Good morning, this is Frida Liu and listening to Her Vantage and this is where we speak to women of influence and leadership. I'm here with CEO and founder of the Truly Loving Company or TLC, Julia Chong. We spoke a few years ago and it's nice to know the company is still going strong since 2006. I must ask, right, how do you show transparency in terms of, of giving, you know, your dividends over to these charities? Okay. Firstly, we have a 1.5 million paid up capital. My co-founder, Kochet and me, each hold $1 share. This $1 share allows us to manage the company. The rest of the 1.5 million, the 149999, etc., is held by public bank trustee. We actually give all the shares to the trustee. And these shares are what the lawyers call INSIPs, irredeemable, non-convertible preference shares. We will never be able to get these shares and mortgage it or raise capital. These shares will always belong to the charities. So that ensures the transparency. And we have also deliberately chosen from day one one of the big accounting firms to be our auditors. Instead of saving costs and choosing a local small accounting firm, we decided to choose a big boy to ensure that they audit our accounts and know that it, there is transparency. Right. And how do you decide which charities to work with? Actually, we support a broad spectrum of charities. Initially, when I started, a lot of people said to me, why don't you support children? Because children have, are cute, 
they have photo opportunities and why not children? But Chetty and I felt that we shouldn't support just children. So we actually support a broad spectrum and since 2008, TLC has benefited over 40 charities covering a broad spectrum such as the age, like people with Alzheimer's, children, like shelter homes, refugees, special need people with Down syndrome, uh, like such as Kivani's Down syndrome, and women's shelters. So really it's a very broad spectrum. And if you ask me today, sit here and name the charities, I wouldn't be able to do it. I have to refer to the notes. Okay. So if a charity comes to you, knocks on your door, how do you decide that this is the right one? I mean, I'm sure you must also check yes. on the credibility of the charity. We, we actually uh, screen the charities, firstly, to make sure that they are doing what they say they, they're doing. They are approved by the ministry and they have audited accounts. There are times when they have come to us and we know they are deserving but because they don't have audited accounts, we can't support them. And there is a lot of requests for us to support them. But what we do is we screen through the needs and decide which one. And over the years, we have raised over two million for these charities. Right. Okay. What were the challenges faced by TLC during the pandemic? Initially, the pandemic hit us very badly. Firstly, the office had to close and our warehouses couldn't get the license to open. The factories were closed. Then until the ministry came in and said, we are essential services. So we probably shut down for about two and a half months. And then we decided we need to open. And I was very firm on this. A lot of my staff say, can we work from home? And I took the decision that if our sales force has to go into the outlets to merchandise and take orders and be exposed, then certainly people should be in the office. It's a level playing field. So we actually started the operations two and a half months after the pandemic. And when I look back, that was a good decision because when the borders opened, we didn't have to do startup. We could continue on. And I think today the business is almost back at pre-pandemic level right. because we took this move. <clears throat> Where are your products distributed? Are you also online? Yes, we are online with Lazada and we are also online in Singapore with Lazada, Red Bar and NTUC. In Malaysia, we cover the whole of Pan Malaysia, Peninsula Malaysia. We are in all the supermarkets uh, such as Lotus, Eon, Eon Bake, Village Grocer, Jaya Grocer, etc, etc. Right. But essentially, it's about choosing the outlets. Some of the outlets have approaches, but we know that 
profile of their consumers and their location will not dovetail with our product range because uh, TLC Green is slightly premium price to regular household cleaning products. Right. And, and when you talk about availability in Singapore, so your a large percentage of your business is still offline as opposed yes. to people buying online. Yes. Yes. Right. Are there plans to make it more online? What kind of marketing do you do? Actually, we noticed that the online business has taken a dip once the pandemic is over. Because I guess in uh, Malaysian lifestyle, even in Singapore lifestyle, uh, taking the family out for the day, walking the malls, enjoying the aircon, shopping, is an excursion in itself. And we understand from some of uh, the industry players that some of these online businesses are actually suffering. Right. Okay. How large is your team? Oh, our team in terms of size has maintained from day one. We haven't added headcount. There are 14 of us, but more than half are in the sales, sales force. Okay. Maybe tell us some of your milestones along the years, and I know you've got some projects of late. Yes. Actually, for TLC, apart from donating, uh, writing up checks to the charities, we also try to do CSR projects with them. But these projects must have a sustainable impact. So, in broad terms, there are three areas. The first one is educating charity homes to upskill. In 2013, TLC collaborated with UNICEF. Actually, this is amazing. UNICEF themselves is an NGO and we collaborated with them and the Association of Registered Child Care Malaysia, PFBM in short, to provide training and guidance towards the implementation of the child protection policy, six charity homes. That was in 2013. Then in 2014 and 2015, TLC collaborated with the Slangor Welfare Department and lecturers from the Tunku Abdul Rahman University College Social Sciences Department to upskill 40 carers from nine homes on understanding and managing the emotional health of children. This was a series of three modules over six months and in between the modules, home visits were made by the lecturers to try and understand the challenges the homes face and provide the necessary solution. Why we did this was because we realised that Charity homes are understaffed and the carers, they are so busy with providing the three meals and the roof that they don't understand or not say don't understand, but don't, don't have, have the time. Yes, to look at the emotional health of the children. And in most cases, these children already are scarred emotionally. So 
we wanted to give them some skills to understand and how to treat these children. Uh, and we thought it was very, very useful. The other area where we've done CSR projects with sustainable impact is Project WATTS, W-A-T-T-S. WATTS stands for where A turns to sustainability. So in 2012, 2013, 2018 and 2019, before the pandemic, TLC collaborated with 22 corporates and institutions to reduce the energy costs in 29 charities. Because in most cases, energy costs account for 30% of the charity's running expenses. So for these 29 homes, would you believe we converted 1,823 lighting to energy-saving light bulbs, tubes. We replaced 248 air conditioners, 50 refrigerators, and 35 washing machines to energy-saving durables that use modern technology in order to reduce the energy costs. See, Frida, because for most of the charity homes, their white goods are all hand-me-downs. When right. we have an old refrigerator, we say, ah, give it to the charity. Right. And by that time, the refrigerator is already not in good working conditions, right. using a lot of energy. So we did project works over four years, and the charities really, really appreciated this project. And today, when I see all these energy costs rising up, uh, looking back, I'm really glad that we did convert 29 charity homes together with the corporates that came in to work on this project. Right, that's really so interesting, right? And uh, what are you up to in 2023? <laughs> 2023 is actually recovering from the pandemic. But I told the team, look, charities cannot wait for us to recover. So what we did was in April, May 2023, we collaborated with the Free Tree Society in their Kalak Galak Fund for five charity homes. What is the Kalak Galak Fund? It's actually specifically designed to provide mature fruit trees to charity homes. Kalak Galak means to laugh later. And it enables the children to plant the trees now and reap the rewards of a bountiful fruit harvest later. So we actually planted all these trees together with Free Tree Society in five homes. At the same time, planting the trees is not sufficient. We realised we have to do two workshops. Uh, and this was conducted at Taman Turku on education on plant care, as well as on composting for the participants from this home so that we can create a positive impact in waste reduction and help support a healthier ecosystem. So as aside from this two workshops and planting the trees, these five charity homes each received 
a 10,000 donation from TLC. So this is in 2023. Right. So were they planting durian trees? Uh, no, actually surprising. They all didn't want big trees, you know. A lot of them wanted smaller trees that they can manage and herbal trees. So it was really a very enjoyable event. And we are very thankful to Free Tree Society. So Julia, how's the journey been and what are your future goals? Well, it's been a humbling journey and the experience has resulted in my personal transformation to a more caring and tolerant individual with empathy for others who are less blessed. I mean, even my children has detected that difference. Previously, when they came to me, when I was in the corporate world and they have an issue and I would ask them, what's the problem? Just fix it. But now, when they come to me with an issue, I will sit down, try to understand what their issue is and to try and resolve it for them. Going forward, we will continue to innovate our product range to stay relevant and to push the boundaries to improve the environmental impact of our operation, operations and products. For example, in September last year, we installed a refill vending machine for our TLC green laundry liquid in village grocer Mount Kiara, Kuala Lumpur. Refill technology is one of the few options that provide zero waste solution to product consumption. If you are to refill your bottles, there's no need to buy plastic bottles over and over again. And our refill machine uses a peristaltic pump, which is more hygienic as the liquid will never go through the pump. It's the same type of pump that is used in dialysis machines. So consumers can bring any two liter bottles and refill with our TLC green laundry liquid and at the same time enjoy almost 20% savings. And if I use myself as an example, I use two bottles of laundry liquid every month. And even though I can buy it on staff purchase, I have opted for the machine. And over 10 months, I have saved 20 plastic bottles. And the other thing that TLC is doing is bulk packaging formats for corporates and institutions. Today, TLC is supplying our products to corporates, institutions and resorts in returnable bulk packaging formats. This allows them to go green in their cleaning needs and to comply with their ESG goals. So we have innovated and pushed the boundaries. Right. It's been such an interesting journey with, with what you've done. And it's always interesting for me also to just to find out what you've been up to. So nearly 20 years now, 17 years going on to 20. So I wish you all the best. I've been speaking to CEO and founder of TLC, Julia Chong, and you've been listening to Her Vantage. I'm Frida Liu, BFM 89.9. listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, 
Download the BFM app.